Welcome to the John DePietro Show on 1380 AM and 99.9 FM. News Talk WNRI. down, Harriet. No, it's not a medical show, but we deal with things in real time. We do. Um, you know, I received a nice email from, what's his first name? Edmund, I believe. You know, I'm looking for the weather and all I'm hearing about is your cancer diagnosis. All right. Hey, sorry about that. Good to know some people still pull it, put on the radio to get the weather. I think most people go to their app. There's Jill and David and everyone. Yes, that's right, Laura. He will be. And uh, our Facebook Live crowd that folks um, obviously brings me a lot of enjoyment. But again, good afternoon to everybody. This is the Noon Report. We're, we're starting to, we're going to see how this goes each day. Um, and as I was mentioning, I mean, I, I always gravitate towards humor. Um, no one wants, I, I don't know. We're, we're in new territory here. I want to, I don't know how I'm going to handle it the rest of this week into next week. And then I don't know what the post is going to be like. Folks, we're all going to find out. We're all going to find out together. Um, but I did feel better last night after we did a one after dark. And then, um, and I, everyone has their own way of dealing with it. And then I have my way. So I don't criticize, you know, I, I, I receive messages from people that, you know, you should not be public right now. I, th- and I think she meant well. But you should not be public right now. You should just be silent. And I think she even said in prayer. And you should not even be, you know, I, I don't know what to make of that. I guess that's one way to deal with it. It's not going to be, I don't think it's going to be my way to deal with it. Um, I think I, I, um, I do intend, I've received some very nice phone calls and people well-wishing people, as I mentioned. <laughs> That's right. Bendy, of course. Uh, yeah, I don't think we're moving to AI1. Let's hope not. No, um, it is what it is, folks. It's the cancerous one, hopefully soon to be the cancer-free one. But um, but that's what it's going to be. Boy, all these people offering prayers. I wish if there was even just one dollar attached to all the prayers, we'd be much better off. Um, I am going to be off the road for a period of time for the rest of the month, and so. Uh, but listen, we'll take it a day at a time. People have been very good, and I also want to thank um, so many of our sponsors and people that keep the program rolling have been uh, so supportive, folks. Um, this is. I, I'm I'm going to deal with this. You're going to see it in real time. I do believe that by talk, you know, listen, we, we talk about things. I don't think that that whole thing, the woman that sent it, um, I, I don't remember who it was. There have been so many messages. It was either Emily or Annette. I don't remember. You should just be silent. Odyssey, you know, don't, you shouldn't even be public right now. You should be, I, like, that, that sounds pretty grim to me. Like, hold on a minute, Harry. And I don't. <clears throat> not ready for Bell Funeral Home just yet. Like, let's let's not. You should you should just be silent, out of public eye, and pray. Like, I, I don't think so. I mean, I'll check in with Father Healy. I don't think that's the way to go. I've I've heard from a lot of people who who have it that they're encouraged by me talking about it, using the platform to talk about it, and then hopefully, hopefully, knock on wood or fist through table, I um. All will go well, and then I can kind of pay back, as they say, and talk to other people and try to come to grips with it. So I, um, you know, again, but I, I do get all kinds of feedback from email and social media um, from people, and I, you can't stop that. That's her, their opinion. I don't think any good would be done by... You should just be out of public view, silent, not saying anything, and just quietly praying. I don't, I don't, I don't see what that. <laughs> that sounds like a punishment, actually. So, um, no, it's. Uh, what does that mean? Like, what? It's nothing to be ashamed of. All kinds. I've heard from so many people that have had cancer, dealt with cancer. Um, their spouses have dealt with cancer, or a family member. As I mentioned, I've had very a number of people 
very kind offer. If I need rides somewhere, as I said to my friend Robin, I, I think those people, as much as it's well-intentioned, they have not experienced the chosen one as a passenger. <laughs> Otherwise, I don't think I would be offering that. I No, I mean, I, I just, they, you know, there's no talking. I don't like the radio on. There's no eating in the car. Um, I like people that just focus on the road, on a mission. There's no, you know, I've talked about it. I had someone that one time, we were riding and he pulled out a bag of potato chips and said, like, I'm going to sit there and listen to you eat a bag of, you know how loud it is to someone to eat a bag of potato chips? I've been in a vehicle one time, one time someone was trying to eat an apple. Do you know how loud it is to sit in a confined space and someone's eating an apple? No, I don't, I don't even like gum chewing. No, absolutely not. Focus. You know, years ago when I used to do business in, in the 90s and travel around the country, I had people pick me up at the airport and they're taking you somewhere. And, and the people that have a tendency, they feel, they feel they need to look at you when they're talking. And I'd say, you don't have to look at me. I can hear you. I want you to look straight ahead. There's no reason to look in my direction. I can hear you just as well if you are completely focused on the road. However, hold on. Larger point. People are very, very, very considerate. And they're nice to um, offer that. But um, I don't know if I would sign up. You know, actually, though, when Mark drives, I, I'm actually a good passenger. I don't mind that. And I ride with the Cranston police. So maybe I'm, I'm being too hard on myself. All right. Let's get to I want to thank Debbie and everyone at PR Landscape Material and Garden Center uh, who have just been terrific. Christmas season is underway. Frazier fir trees, potted live trees. This is where we're going to get our live tree, or I'm not going to get it, but um, Daniel will go and get it. Custom-made hand wreaths, 10 and 60 inches in size. They have Christmas swag and mistletoe, hanging baskets. What's that, Officer Dolan? No, Officer Dolan. The mistletoe is not, no, the rookie's not hanging the mistletoe. Roping, cut greens, decorative pots, cemetery baskets, Christmas crafts, gift certificates are available. They're open seven days a week. The, their next day off is Christmas Day, and they have been uh, great supporters. Florists, quality poinsettias, custom-made sleds, firewood is available, pickup and delivery. Folks, they are just so terrific. It's a family-run business. They're local. It's PR, landscape materials, and garden center. 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. You know, all the people saying, if you need anything, why not stop by there and, and buy like a wreath or buy something? That would, that would, that would make me feel better. If we, that's one way to make me feel better. Support all the people that support the program. Like the Coesed Inn. 226 Coesed Avenue, West Warwick. I received a very nice message from uh, the owner at the Coesed Inn, who's just fantastic. You know, they are so great folks. They make the program go. There's different places. Maybe you go to some, you know, lowbrow gin mill to have uh, some cheap booze. Why not instead? You could be drinking at the Coesed Inn. I wish I could be drinking at the Coesed Inn. Apparently, the people at Dana-Farber frown upon alcohol before cancer surgery. Excuse me. Uh, but located 226 Coesed Avenue, West Warwick. Lunch, dinner, drinks in the lounge, and the market at Coesed. They're waiting for you at the Coesed Inn. Now listen, if, if some of the humor that I will use between now and the surgery coming up, next Thursday, between now and then or afterwards, if for whatever reason you are uncomfortable with it or it makes you uncomfortable, I, I why not be instead a little sympathetic that this is how the chosen one is going to deal with it. So I can't, we're not about to, we're not going backwards here. I'm not going to just go into, you know, humdrum and uh, we're not going to do that. I there's There's certain people that Certainly, I appreciate their sense of humor. Someone like a Miguel Degnan is one. I'm so glad we could make it very clear that the suspect, Miguel Perez, was no relation to Miguel Degnan. There will still be a birthday celebration. Uh, Mike Degnan, Miguel Degnan's day of birth. That, that could be my first post, probably alcoholic drink, post-surgery. Apparently, they frown on that type of thing. Who oh, no. knows? 
No, I am. Uh, listen, I'm actually a, a pretty decent patient, but I um, and I am going to touch on the news of the day. Don't worry. But um, it's it's happening in real time. You know, folks, between now and next Thursday, actually, there will not. Here's an announcement: there will not be a noon report next Thursday, the 14th. Uh, William, for the subscribers, will be posting updates. Uh, there'll be no noon report on the 14th or the 15th. We'll post, well, we'll, we'll see how it goes. We're going to play it by ear. Obviously, we'd like to post, hopefully, all goes well, all did go well. And then, um, and then we'll, I, I don't know, we'll see, you know, how I feel. I, I think, I think the first noon report will be 18th, the 18th. I think so. Let's see how it goes. Maybe it is a blanking nightmare. <laughs> and, and, um, and, and, but so no firm. I, I think it'll go. I mean, right? I think it'll go okay. I have full confidence in them. Um, the, the surgeon, the doctor called me yesterday. They're very, very thorough. And, um, and then I have another uh, boom, 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 pre phone call this Thursday, one week before. And then things are in motion. So we have, we, um, you know, um, all the tests have been completed, I believe. Um, and there's no more, the, the next trip will be for going up there. And, and folks will, you know, we'll, we'll just kind of, uh, we'll see how it goes. Now, I want to be very clear. I feel fine. If something breaks, I absolutely, the doctors have encouraged, they'd like rest as we get a little bit closer but you know i think that's more a week from now so if something would happen later today tonight this week hey on the stream on on the scene live stream we will be ready to go now i also want to thank my friends at aj drywall plasters and home improvement folks if you're planning any type of home improvement in rhode island or southeastern mass contact aj drywall Plasters Home Improvement today. Maybe you're going to have some painting done. Maybe you're going to have your home improved a little bit or basement remodeling, garage remodeling. AJ Drywall Plasters Home Improvement, 401-323-9252. Frame to finish basements. They can, if you have an unfinished basement or garage, maybe you just want to spruce up your house a a little bit. A lot of people are saying the housing market is not great. So maybe we're just going to improve our current home and go from there. Why not get a free quote? My friends, AJ Drywall Plasters Home Improvement. I share their Facebook page. They do fantastic work serving Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass. 401-323-9252 for AJ Drywall Plasters and Home Improvement. So, folks, good afternoon. It's 1219 on this Tuesday, December 5th. I believe... You know, I will give you the latest and updates. Again, I, in, in all sincerity, I am, I'm very grateful for everyone that has reached out. Um, and I, I do believe, as I said, going forward, at some point down the line, that I, I will be of uh, help to people because it, it can be, you know, very, very overwhelming. But I think we'll weave in and out of some of the news of the day and then, you know, we'll kind of go in and out a little bit. We're going to, there's no set schedule with this um i don't have a template to follow the i i will say this though um when the great and i got to know him uh and he was a great influence on me but i i worked uh in the 90s with rush limbaugh and when i you know, told Rush that I wanted to go full time, and he was very, very encouraging. He said, "Get out your pen." I still have the notes of my meeting with Rush back when we used to write things down instead of just putting things on our phone. And I, I as I mentioned, I found his broadcast um, when he talked about, you know, his he had a hearing challenge and he had a serious hearing problems, and then when he had lung cancer, I I found it very. Um, I don't know. I just, I found it very compelling and very riveting. And it just, and Rush just had that way about it. So it's not an effort to be doom and gloom, but you can't, you can't ignore it. I'll say this. 
I am a little perplexed at the amount of media attention that they're going to rehab the statue on the top of the state house. And I get that I'm, you know, I'm the independent man, which was a moniker I'd use, but I, I, I just found a little of the coverage over the top. Um, and then they, they show Governor McKee out there filming the whole thing. Like, doesn't he have someone to do that? He's filming? He didn't even have an overcoat on. It, wasn't it like 35 degrees this morning? I don't... Uh, again, I, I, I get it. And it, it is good and there's a big crack. I'm not saying that, but... Uh, some of the coverage. Number one, I, I don't think he should have to be filming. They should. There's a picture of Governor McKee. He's got his phone. He's filming the whole thing. Like, does anybody have a staffer for that? What are we paying these people for? And for crying out loud, somebody get him a coat. God, it was like 35. He's like shivering and he's got the, you know, the phone. And uh, I can tell you, if it was Governor Wand, all right. I mean, he'd go out and give everyone a, you know, came out and waved everyone and good luck to the workers. And, and maybe say to someone, all right, make sure you film that. But... I'm a little, like, that's the blanking top story (laughs) with everything that's going on right now um, in the state. You know, there was a raid yesterday in Warwick. I'm still trying to get the details on it. It was the house that I was at on Lancaster back in July, the Silver Lake Gang. Now, yesterday was the Rhode Island State Police that raided it, which, folks, this, this is, I think, one of the larger stories that no one is talking about. And again, good afternoon at 1222. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. It is the chosen one. Um, I think a story that no one is talking about is, and this is going to seem a little politically incorrect, but all of this push for low-income housing, but the, what it, what it, Afford, whatever you want to call it, affordable housing, low-income housing. It seemingly is. Let's, let's take all the crime in the inner city and let's spread it out to the suburban communities. How many times lately have I gone to an address where there is a, a very dangerous individual and they're residing in a low-income housing situation in, in the suburb. I mean, it, as I've said, it used to be the Triangle, Providence, Pawtucket, Central Falls. Now it's, you know, that was the raid in, in Warwick. There was the raid in Warwick for the suspect that did the uh, accused on the double homicide. I've mentioned that, the, you know, they raided the house in... Um, in Coventry, right over the West Warwick line, they're, they're very dangerous gang members. They just, uh, you know, more and more of this crime. I don't hear anyone talking about it. A lot of these crimes. I was floored that they found the guy that shot at the Johnson police officer. And he's living in East Greenwich. I mean, that, I don't care what anyone's, you know, years ago, you didn't have all that type of thing. And many of some of the raids we've done, I'm not saying there are pockets of this stuff sometimes, but just more and more. And I, I do notice that it's just one of those things that the media is very hesitant to cover and talk about. Um, but it's, it's what I've told you. And no one wants to address it. But this whole business of we need to equity and diversity And what they're really saying is we need to bring the crime from the inner city and put it out into the suburbs where the people are unsuspecting, right? The guy that the suspect that did the the double homicide, and that was a vicious crime, right? Climbing into the truck, executing them at close range. I've said that 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 was a half a mile from, from Ladybug. I would go by there all the time. Um, I had a doctor that used to be not far from there, Dr. Burke, many, many, many years ago. But um, I, I don't, I don't I'm, I'm trying to figure out the benefit of this, of this whole thing. And then you had the stabbing, <coughs> excuse me, you had the stabbing in East Greenwich recently. Now we have a murder suspect there. Now granted, both, they call it south of Maine, closer to the water, but still. Uh, 
um, if, if you've noticed that, a lot of these individuals that they're, they're arresting, uh, it, it's not, they're not arresting them on, on uh, somewhere off, you know, Dexter and Central Falls or somewhere in Pawtucket or Providence or anything. These are all, they, they're very successfully hiding in the suburbs. Now, folks, this portion of the program, I want to thank the people at JMB Plumbing who have been uh, just terrific and very, very supportive, reaching out to the chosen one. Um, they can, they'll, listen, do you need a plumber? I know a guy, JMB Plumbing, 401-743-9153. Plumbing repair and service. They repair damaged water pipes. They repair clogged pipelines. They replace water heaters. It's JMB Plumbing, 401-743-9153. If you need a plumber, especially if your hot water heater system goes, you need someone you can depend on. You can depend on JMB Plumbing, 401 401- 743-9153. I share their Facebook page. Folks, you know, I shared the news that there it is. Um, and again, good afternoon, everybody. 1226 on this Tuesday. I shared the news that on CNN, how Lindsey Graham, Senator Graham is saying, you have these, it's New England Democrat senators. So Reed and White House. Warren and Markey, the Connecticut senators, voting against uh, better security at, at the border and the, the remain in Mexico. And Lindsey Graham saying, I believe, and he's going down to see Governor Abbott in Texas. I think we need to start sending those buses with the illegals, quote, migrants, whatever you want to call them. I think we need to start sending them to places like Rhode Island and send more of them to Massachusetts. Look what happened when Governor DeSantis brilliantly flew those individuals to Martha's Vineyard. And what's the first thing the people at Martha's Vineyard said? Get those people off the island. So, or Connecticut. But notice he says that. And not only silent, no one says to Governor McKee, what do you think about that? No one, no one talks about it. No one talks about that because of our elected officials, the danger they put us in. Um, as I have said, do, do I ultimately want busloads of illegals, 500 want the landing, arriving in our area? Obviously, no. However, if that's what it's going to take to wake up the people at the Rhode Island State House, specifically, this is McKee and Matos that are pushing uh, these policies. If that's what it's going to take, then so be it. Let them. I mean, is there anyone legitimately believe that the state could is equipped to handle if 500 people, non-English speaking, show up on a bus and then 500 the next day and then 500 the next day? And then the, the answer is no. And conversely, obviously the same is from Massachusetts with Governor Healy. You know, these illegals arriving at Logan Airport. Donna Perry has talked extensively about that. Um, the shelter's already almost full, and it hasn't even like, really got cold yet. So, but you don't, you don't hear anyone talking about it. And Lindsey Graham, if he's saying that on CNN, and Dana Bash, the CNN anchor, mentioning Rhode Island, and... Reed and White House and Gabe Amo, Congressman, and Seth Magaziner. And Lindsey Graham said, I'm going to see Governor Abbott this week. I'm going down to see him at the border. I mean, I think that is something to pay attention to because it would sure seem that Lindsey Graham, clearly the senator, has the ear of the governor of Texas and could very easily say, Hey, I have an idea. I know you've been sending all these buses to New York City. Why don't we go, just have them go three hours north, three more hours north, and uh, have them stop in, in Rhode Island and or maybe Connecticut or Mass. You don't hear anyone talking about it. I'll tell you right now. I mean, what are they going to put up? 500 people at Motel 6 of Jefferson Boulevard. I want to remind people one year ago. Um, this administration, they couldn't handle 20 people in tents at the Rhode Island State House. Then it was like, oh, we're going to put them in the armory. And what were those people doing? They were, 
you know, defecating in the floor and they wouldn't even go into the restrooms. I mean, it was like a, it was just a complete disaster. So, but part of me, I, I would be curious to see because I think most of us, most people would say, whoa, 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 like, wait, who's paying for that? And you're going to Matto saying, handing out, you know, Rhode Island hats, welcome. Um, these are the new voters. These are the new Rhode Islanders. Let's get them translators and let's get them registered to vote. I think the rest of us are going to say, whoa, whoa, what, what do you mean? Oh, we're happy. What do you mean? We, we are happy to see them? What do you have, a mouse in your pocket? Who's paying for this? We can't. No, no, no. Absolutely not. But if that's what it's going to take to make it more of a discussion, I then, then let it happen. But I'm telling you, I think it could happen. And then I'd be very curious to see how uh, the administration handles it. And then they would get an idea of what it's like to be at, to be a border state and to also get it. But here's the part I want to mention is notice you won't find anything about it in the Providence Journal. You will not see anything about that in the Boston Globe. You will not see anything about that on Channel 10 or 12 or 6. It is... Nope. No one's talking about it. Until then, if it happens, they're all going to be shocked. Like, oh, wow. A lot of people that are paying taxes in our state are not thrilled that all of these illegals, because that's what they're doing, illegally entering the country, are suddenly showing up here. And as much as Matos will go over and what are they going to give them? New soccer sweatshirts? By the way, Breeze Airlines sponsoring the soccer team. If you don't think the state clearly is making some kind of concession. Again, I don't hear anyone even bringing that up. But the people at Breeze are saying they were given concessions in order to, if you'll agree, to go along with this charade that they're going to have a minor league soccer team where they're having local tryouts and then they're going to play at Bryant. So I, I don't believe that. There's no way they're just stepping forward. Yeah, let's let's put money down. They're, it's all part of the facade that this thing is real and they're going to have a stadium. And it, it, it's all, I, it's, I think it's all a fraud. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by AtMed Urgent Care. I have utilized AtMed Urgent Care. I encourage you to utilize AtMed Urgent Care. Two locations, 1524 Atwood Avenue in Johnston, 5750 Post Road, East Greenwich. They're open seven days a week. Walk-in urgent care center for all your medical needs. And you don't have to wait. Now, when I've had to go there, they are fantastic. They've been even saying the doctor is ready to see you before I even finished the paperwork that you filled out. Um, And it's seven days a week and it's doctors and nurses. Folks, at Med Urgent Care, 1524 Atwood Avenue in Johnston, right in the Atwood Medical Center and 5750 Post Road East Greenwich at Med Urgent Care. Well, folks, good afternoon. Listen, and let me be very clear. I'm not saying taking the statue of the independent man off of the state. I'm not saying it's it's not news. I just question is it, you know, the news that it's made out to be. I think um I think what's very disturbing and I wanna applaud the the mayor of East Providence is the, this situation with the Rhode Island judges, that guy is ten thousand. Now I've heard the mother's gonna bail him out. I'm looking top story for the first time in 50 years. He's lowered for repair. <laughs> ah, what stories are buried? Man suffers gunshot wound ahead in Pawtucket. And what a surprise. He's not cooperating with the police, which they tend not to do. But community alarm judge lowers bail for man involved in high-speed chase and firearms incident. This is outrageous. This guy is dangerous. He is a dangerous individual. So he and the mother, from what I understand, is saying she's going to bail him out. She's going to bring him back to Florida. I feel terrible for the ex-wife, her family. 
I've communicated with them. They moved to Maine to try to get away from him, uh, get away from this Joshua Pavo. The This guy over the course of the summer would go up to Maine. He would vandalize their house. They'd come out. All the tires to the vehicles were slashed. He would send them video to some of the family members of him with the uh, automatic weapon practicing at the at the at the range. He th- th- this is this is a dangerous individual. This is a dangerous guy. He is a dangerous guy. He's very comfortable with weapons. He certainly knows how to use weapons. In East Providence, he was hiding weapons. He allegedly fired shots into a vehicle sitting in front of a home on a stroll drive. Now, I've heard it was an ex-girlfriend or someone that made the mistake of responding to his messages. He would resp- This guy, from what I understand, would message a lot of different women. There's a lot of people on Facebook that, um, that were getting messages from him. And he was discharged from the Marines. He was saying he was a government contractor or working there. But if anything, it looks like he was working for, he was a delivery driver in Florida. Not that there's anything wrong with it, but there's a world of difference between you work, you're a defense contractor, and you're actually just a delivery driver in Florida. But the district judge lowered, lowered the bail to 100,000 with surety, which means 10,000 he could be released. And apparently the mother bailed him out and then... Uh, you know, suppose he's going to go back to Florida, but he's he's clearly disturbed. They're still investigating the case. This guy has shown. Now, they, they I, I don't, I want to, again, commend the Mayor De Silva speaking out about it. I don't blame the people. Do you know there's some, by the way, also, people in East Providence, they were upset, from what I have heard, that... People were going to the East Providence police station and they were complaining that the police were chasing him as school was getting out. Now, he had a gas mask, bulletproof vest. I think the mayor told NBC 10 he had 2,000, over 2,000 rounds of ammunition. He had three loaded Glock guns. I, I don't understand. So people are going, what were the police supposed to do? Oh, well, there's this nutcase racing around with loaded, three loaded Glocks, all this ammo. And people were upset that the police were chasing him because school was letting out. Well, yeah, but that, that that was a reason in my mind to go after him is because school was letting out. Who knows what he actually had planned? He certainly had the capability for it. We'll say that. Um, I posted the video, it's on DePetro.com, that shows him at, I, I believe that is a range in Florida. Because different people were saying, you know, remember, other states are somewhat loose on some of their laws. But I do have it up. We have it on YouTube, and you can find the link. He would, um, I also shared a Facebook page. He, he from what I understand... This guy would spend all his money on guns and ammo. He'd go to the range on a Saturday with 3,000 rounds and just be so excited in, in, a, in an odd manner of, um, of how he loved just firing off. I mean, that, that is someone that very easily, very clearly could have access to weapons and, and could have hidden weapons Um, in, you know, he's going back to Florida. Now, okay, someone might say, well, you know, he's in Florida, but you could easily drive Rhode Island to Florida. I mean, if you go nonstop, you you could do it in basically 24 hours. If he's not afraid to sleep in his vehicle, so he could clearly set off um, just if he decides to come back, I, I really feel for his ex, his uh, former in-laws. Um, they've been dealing with this guy for quite some time. I believe it was a mistake for the judge to make his bail so light. 
I don't think this is someone should get out. Now, I, I get it that a number of a lot of gun um, firearm defenders are coming forward and saying, oh, you know, people are just going after him because this this is not a Second Amendment thing. Come on. I mean, the guy is riding around. He's clearly off. There's clearly various people would say the guy was always off. I've heard from and spoken to people who knew him in high school. He, um, he, he, by the way, he got a dishonorable discharge from the Marines. So, this is not someone that should be out. So I, I feel, I don't blame the people of East Providence. Here's the, um, the mayor of East Providence uh, speaking at NBC judge lowered 10. his bail today to $100,000 with surety, meaning $10,000 in Paval could be released. The, the very least I was hoping from my justice system was that there would be some type of a, a dangerousness hearing. Mayor De Silva says he was hoping the judge would have put more restrictions, not less. This is the, the, the postal person for some type of a mass casualty incident. It, it, it makes me nervous. What are you going to alert out to his residents that this person could be back in society if he posts bail? Am I concerned about the safety of the Yes, I am. I mean, he's he's not wrong. He's also a former police officer, the mayor of East Providence, and I know he's got his critics. Um, I think they should continue to sound the alarm on that individual. And I, I think also, I think he makes a good case. How do you not have a hearing? When, when we hear uh, about these, an individual that carries out a mass casualty incident, truly. Um, when we, you hear about a mass shooter, many times when it when it ends, it is either the police have taken the individual out and or they run out of ammo. Well, if he's got tactical gear, he's got bulletproof vests, and he's he's got 3,000 rounds of ammo, he's not running out. Unless somebody gets a clean, hate to say it, but headshot, uh, who knows? This is someone, he also, I put it, I noticed that the rest of the media didn't pick up on it. I put it on petro.com. He also posting things like, to on his social media post, uh, Facebook, have you ever wanted to go to sleep and not wake up? Now that's someone, that's a red flag. I think this is someone... And he, he's fought with the police in Florida. Good job by Tim White of uh, WPRI Channel 12 and highlighting that and threatening the police in Florida. You're going to be sorry. You don't know who you're messing with. That, to me, sounds like someone who is ready for a final confrontation with the police. And, that, and, and let's, that, that's a very dangerous individual. Someone that is threatening police. And is prepared. And, you know, just three, who knows where the rest of his firepower is or where, what he has it stored or what happened to it. I, I don't think people should rest easy just because the guy's going to be in Florida. I don't think so. And um, he, he was driving around a lot. And we have no reason to believe that he wouldn't have access to a vehicle, maybe he starts working again. I don't know. His case is going to go on for a while. But I, this is another example. Folks, how many times over the past few months have we even questioned how these people are, how they get out? The individual, the suspect in the double homicide, police were shocked that that person, the menace, Miguel, the, uh, the menace Perez, they were shocked he was out. When you had... Um, Earlier in uh, this past summer, you had the guy, um, whatever his name is, Rondo, the guy who looks like Bozo the Clown with the orange hair. He was arrested in Cranston. He robbed the bank on uh, Park Avenue, the bicycle. He was the guy with the arm standoff in North Providence. To me, there's clearly a problem where our judges are not keeping these people locked up long enough. I don't think so. Folks, this portion of our program
program. I also want to thank Stephen Shapa. Sent me the nicest note. Shapa Insurance Agency. Right there. Why not take advantage? Free consultation. Shapa Insurance Agency. Uh, you can call, set up your free consultation. 401-900-INSU. 401-900-4678. Shapa Insurance Agency. Serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Whether it is for auto insurance, home insurance, renters, business insurance, flood, recreational umbrella, all your insurance needs, home or business, call Stephen Shapa. Uh, and remember, neighbor, partner, friend. And again, I want to thank Stephen personally. He sent me a very, very uh, nice note with uh, uh, the news. Shapa Insurance Agency, 401-900-INSU, 401-900-INSU for Shapa Insurance Agency. Well, it's 1246, folks. Good afternoon on this Tuesday. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. This is the Noon Report on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Now, speaking of stories that the local media also doesn't pick up on. You saw the situation, or maybe you did or did not, but in Philadelphia. Um, I'm glad that as a lot of these, quote, pro-Palestinian protests, I don't care what they say. They're anti-Semitic. What they are is they're anti-Israel. I'm glad that they're starting to get some pushback. There are some individuals. There was a big, I think over 1,000 people in Brooklyn yesterday. And a number of pro-Israel people came out. And, and they were terrific. And they had an Israeli flag. And one of them was, uh, you know, these were some young guys that looked like they could handle themselves. And they were saying to the, you know, saying to the protesters, you're a bunch of losers. Why don't you go get a job? But I also, they were yelling that he had an Israeli flag. Now, they have all their Palestinian garb and all that other. And he was saying, hey, it's free. Why don't you come try and take it? And I, I was, if you watch the video, you're wishing that they would, because these guys seem like they could pummel them. But as I've told you, so you have these, I, I'm so tired of the phrase, they're pro-Palestinian. They're not. They're not pro-Palestinian. They're anti-Israel. And I have pointed out, last, last week, when the president of Brown University tried to do a proper thing of have a vigil for the student that was shot up in Vermont. By the way, that GoFundMe, that's the highest GoFundMe I've seen since Kyle Rittenhouse. Over one million raised for that uh, Brown student. But as they're trying to do a nice thing, the president is then shouted down and you know, they, they just start, they turn it into a protest. And the thing that stood out to me was that the media, they a lot of the local media, they try to hide it but they're actually on the side of the protesters. They are. Because they. if you omit certain facts that are things that are said, it colors the coverage. Now, I mentioned I was so relieved to see an ABC News report that showed a protest in Providence, Rhode Island, where they're saying, in glory to our martyrs. Now, when they're saying that, they're talking about Hamas. They regard the Hamas fighters as martyrs. So when they repeat that phrase, that's code and glory to our martyrs. Now, I was so relieved because notice a national news outlet until they reported it. I was the only one that was reporting it. Now, on the uh, protest that happened October 21st on Saturday, I was there. None of the local media would report the chant from the river to the sea, uh, Palestine will be Jew free. Hey, hey, ho, ho, all the Jews have got to go. No one would report that. Until then, Governor McKee fired the councilman, Miguel Sanchez, who did reach out to me, by the way, um, him and the brother. And then suddenly, oh, you know, maybe he, maybe they were saying that. They kind of changed their tune on it a little bit. Um, Excuse me, folks. Um, God bless me. Um, so I also noted on the march on that Saturday, they would stop in front of the Jewish businesses and spit in the doorway downtown. No one would report on it. So what's the big story in Philadelphia? 
you have uh, a business that is serves authentic Israeli food and Jewish owned, Israeli owned, Fafel restaurant. It's called Goldie's. So what do you think these pathetic, obscene, pro-Palestinian protesters, what are they, when, and they were vandalizing Philadelphia on Sunday night, what are they doing in front of the business? So they stop in front of Goldie's Jewish-owned business and start chanting, we charge you with genocide. Yeah, that's that's a hate crime. That's anti-Semitism. I am telling you, right, you, would, you won't see it. They won't report on it. They won't report on it. As Justin, I, that's why I love talking to Justin Katz. If, if some idiot posts... They, the, the local media won't report on Moses Brown. They were outside of Moses Brown on the sidewalk. They were posting things. You know, I was watching last Monday night in real time. One of the things I like about X, formerly known as Twitter, is you don't see an editor. And you don't have to wait until they proofread it. You, you get to see the thoughts of the individual, in this case reporters, in real time. And they don't have a chance to think about it. They don't have a chance to have their comments edited. You're getting what they're thinking in real time. And last Monday night, some of the locals that were there, oh, gut-wrenching vigil by the students for the student that was shot. They don't mention the inappropriate nature. They don't mention the whole thing of the martyrs. They, They purposely leave it out. They don't want that in the equation. How disrespectful that was. How you don't turn a vigil after someone's been shot into an anti-Israel rally. Again, I want to point out Mark Patinkin of the Providence Journal. He's the only one. And I commend him for that. Other than myself, Mark went up and talked with several students at Brown that are Jewish that said, yeah, we're very uncomfortable on the campus. And these students for, you know, uh, whatever it is, students for Palestine Peace or whatever the fraud organization is. Notice, you don't, you don't, there's not 10 of those stories. He's, he's the only one. And the rest of them, it's, the, we don't see it. Nope, they're there for, yeah, they're there for peace. They're there for peace. Do you know how terrifying that must have been? For the Jewish shop owner in Philadelphia, as as all these degenerates are yelling out in front of the business. So what are they? So what 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 are they saying? So the Jewish people can't hide, folks. I also. I also want to remind people, I'll tell you also why local media, one of the reasons why they're so uncomfortable with that. And again, if you haven't heard it, on Mondays we do politics this week with uh, Justin Katz. One of the reasons why that the local media is so uncomfortable with it is because it's not Republicans. If those were, quote, Trump supporters out there, top lead story. If those were Republicans or Trump supporters, lead story, they're so uncomfortable because these are progressive Democrats. That's who's out there. And they mingle and they're friendly with them and they're on the side of them. I think a number, I know of at least one reporter where the protesters have said that there's actually two reporters that they're very comfortable talking to them. And, and why is that? Because they, they kind of come across of, because these reporters share our common belief. I mean, that's what they're saying. So it's not an accident. But when you hide 
See, here's one of my problems. And I realize I'm very, very clear on this local media that they don't like that I bring this out. But if, if certain things happen at an event and then you purposely omit it from your story, you're, you're an enabler. You are an enabler. And they never ask. You know, they had another rally in Providence. They never asked them, what do you think about the hostages? They never asked them the atrocities that were committed. Nope. They, with, as they are standing there and they're listing and they have recordings of these people saying, in glory to our martyrs. And then they say, I think I'll leave that out of my story on it. You're enabling. You know, I liked that the Jewish protesters in Brooklyn were saying, from the river, he's waving an Israeli flag, and I have one, I'll wave it tomorrow. He was, um, from from the river to the sea, this is the only flag you'll see. I love that. Um, and then, and look at, they were doing vandalism in Philadelphia. You know what, also notice, notice that the media, they, ne- they never mention that the protesters that support Israel, they're tastefully done, they're respectfully done, tend to be more subdued, candlelight vigil. Uh, the quote, pro-Palestinian, which I don't believe exists, I think it's more just your anti-Israel. Those are reminiscent of the BLM riots of 2020. Um, That hideous individual who's local, who stood there to protest in Providence and said, in glory to our martyrs, from the river to the sea, glory to our martyrs, Palestine will be Jew free. Notice not one local reporter has sought to try to track down who that was, who said it, what she meant by it. Nothing. Nope. Nothing to see here. No interest. We're just going to let that go by. Oh, gut-wrenching vigil they had. Boy, these pro-Palestinian people. They're like, it was like so gut-wrenching. And like everybody came to, yeah, everybody came together to say, yeah, we hate the Jews. God almighty. It, 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 it is. It is disgraceful, and I I fully get it, folks. They don't like that I pointed out. Guess what? Too blank and bad, right? It is. They don't like that I had that video of them downtown. They were refusing to show it. They don't like that we have the video of the glory to our martyrs. Nope. Oh, my, um, the, some of the, one of the other reporters said, yeah, my uh, recording device, for some reason it stopped recording when they said that. Oh, yeah, how convenient. You mean you you deleted it and didn't want to put that out to the public. Folks, this portion of the program, I want to thank Tim Johnson, Propane Plus. So fantastic, so supportive. Um, And just, um, they're the the best. In Rhode Island and Massachusetts, all your propane needs, call Propane Plus today, 401-885-4209. 401-885-4209. In Massachusetts, 508 252-3359 for Propane Plus. Now remember, they have a very user-friendly website. You can depend on Propane Plus. Call them. Just go to propaneplus.com, type in your zip code, residential or commercial. You can depend on Propane Plus. 401-885-4209 or 508-252-3359 for Propane Plus. Well, folks, at 12.59 on this Tuesday, it is um, the chosen one. Now, I anticipate we're going to do Facebook Live later. I think so. We'll be ready on the scene live stream. I know on the radio show next hour, you can listen online at dipetro.com. Just press listen live or AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Donna Perry, four stories with Donna Perry. It's all coming up. Plus the latest on that explosion last night in uh, Virginia. We're back on the other side. Right WNRI, Winsocket, W260DC. W-N-R-I.